Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. The presenting sponsor for today's episode of Hear That Podcast Ground is Visa, a network working for everyone. All right, welcome to the latest edition of Hear That Podcast Ground. It's the walkout on a day where the Bears beat the Bengals 20-17 to at Soldier Field, staving off a near-miracle comeback uh, on a day where the Bengals looked just left for dead and really were. Um, and uh, there's a lot to unpack here. <laughs> and I don't, I don't know, Jay. I mean, a lot is going to be talked about with the play calling, with frustration that bubbled over. And he, to me, that's where it starts is here's Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow mm-hmm. after the game, essentially saying they needed to be, you know, criticizing the play calling, essentially. I mean, Jamar Chase says, look, we should have been taking more shots deep early. We should have been. Jamar Chase uh, only had didn't have a target longer than seven yards until minutes to go in the fourth quarter, and he ends up catching a deep ball for a touchdown again. That was part of the comeback. Um, they didn't have a ball thrown longer than eleven yards the entire first half in the air. Joe Burrow says, "Look, I mean." There's a way to stop them with they did all this empty set, all of this get it out quick passing game, trying to change it from being a game about the offensive line to being a game about the receivers winning quickly. And he says they were sitting on everything. They're sitting on all the routes. How do you negate that? Well, you got to call plays they throw over the top of it. AKA, we didn't call plays that threw over the top of it, and they were sitting on the routes and I threw picks. I mean, it was pretty clear frustration from that combo, I thought, after the game on on the fact that they were not more aggressive. Yeah, it, it, it's surprising, really, in one regard. But then in one regard, it's not. This is the second week in a row that you've had a player kind of question the head coach. It, you know, it was the decision to go for it on fourth down. Last week, Jesse Bates saying he was pissed off, didn't like the call at all. Now you've got Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow, two influential voices on offense, kind of questioning Zach. And there's something to it. I mean, you you can't. You can't necessarily throw it deep when when you don't have time, when the offensive line is just getting abused. But there's other things you can do. You can you can throw some screens, you can do some misdirection. Um, you know, we talked about this earlier. You can you can get Burrow out of pocket and, and just kind of change up the looks, and they just didn't do it. It was just like we're, this is what we're gonna do, it's eventually gonna work, and it didn't eventually work. No, and you know, you end up in a situation where you know, you, you get blanked in the first half. A game, you lose a game that your defense was great. 
Yeah, that's it. You said that you mentioned how they, they look left for dead. I think what the word you said, I can't remember your exact words, but it was like the offense. The defense was really impressive. And Logan Wilson said it, no moral victories. But, I mean, you you for everything we thought this defense was going to be, for how we thought the offense was going to carry the defense, and, and for the last two weeks, it's it's kind of been the other way around. I think that's encouraging. I don't, I don't know if it's rose-colored glasses or what, but this defense, it started early in training camp, and it's continuing now. They are a lot better than I think people gave them credit for. And you, I mean, four straight turnovers, and you give up six points. One was a pick six. That's on the offense. But I mean, a, a first and first and goal, and you hold them to a field goal after a quick turn. I mean, it's just there was a lot to like, and there was another fourth down decision that didn't work. And this time, the defense didn't let the opponent score and get the momentum. They pitched a three and out. DJ Reader gets a sack, knocks them off schedule. There, there was just a lot to like about the defense. It was more of the pressure from up front. I mean, yeah. today we said this was going to be the matchup they they were going to exploit, and Trey Hendrickson did. Hmm. He had. He had two two sacks, including a strip sack that was one grip away from being a scoop and score for Logan Wilson, but he doesn't get it. Justin Fields ends up jumping on it. It ends up being a big turning point in the game that kind of felt like the play that they needed to maybe flip the momentum and give them that short field. Who knows what would have happened? There's a lot of those who knows what would have happened in this one. You end up at this wild comeback at the end. They get Justin Fields in a third and nine, and... Trey Hendrickson spins off his block and there's Fields and he goes to grab him and just slips right out of his grasp and runs for the conversion and they end up taking these. If he brings him down there, I mean, the way the offense had all of a sudden found it. Yeah. Uh, and Burrow, I mean, you and Evan McPherson, I mean, you, you love your chances in that, but that was the way today went. And we can talk about that all we want. This was a day where the offense and the offensive line, they got whipped up front. Yeah, they got whipped up front. And here's the other side of the play calling thing: is this? What are you gonna do when you're getting your ass kicked up front? You can go empty set all you want. You're basically saying if you're saying throw it deep more, you're putting Burrow in the face of carnage more. He's already getting killed back there. He's on. They're on a pace for 77 sacks on the season, which is pacing early in the season is dumb. But at, if it if, if the year keeps going like this, this dude ain't making it to 17. No, like he he took. I wrote this week about how it wasn't as bad as it looked. I think you know when you talk about five sacks and they were notable against Minnesota. The pressures were less. Their pressure percentage was better. This was the opposite today. Mm-hmm. It, it was it was worse than it probably looked, and it looked really bad at, at a lot of points. And it was the worst stretch, certainly, of Burrow's career, where he admitted frustration in, in throwing those picks. He says he can take the hits, and he's not concerned about the amount of hits. But you can't, in your right mind, feel like, oh, I'm totally comfortable letting him drop back and hold it for three seconds and, and, and wait for T. Higgins to run deep or Jamar to run some deep route. They just can't do that right now. And they certainly couldn't do it against the Bears who have the league's highest paid defensive line. Well, and it's a cumulative thing. Any boxer is going to say, oh, yeah, I don't mind getting hit. That's what boxers do. They get hit in the second round. But yeah, get to the tenth round. It's a lot different. You're, you're, what is Joe Burrow going to be saying that same quote that I don't mind taking the hits? That's what football players do. You get hit. You know, is he going to be saying that in week five and week six and week eight? It's and, and you never know when the one hit is going to be the one that's going to knock him out for a little bit or longer. It's just you're playing with fire, and they it, it would seem 
a better idea to to keep a tight end and maybe chip Khalil Mack or have a back in there, even though Samaje P. Ryan wasn't great in pickup last week, at least get in the way and slow him down a little bit instead of just constantly going five wide and empty. And it doesn't do you any good to have more receivers out there if they're sitting on every single receiver's route. Yeah, that's that that was the problem is they're out there it, it negates what you're trying to do and he ends up having to hold the ball longer and now with less help. All right, let's take a second and switch gears here and hear from a sponsor. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. At a certain point, they've got to get better, but it doesn't get easier. And we can talk about, oh, this is just a, such a great front. What do you think the Steelers are? <laughs> yeah. Like, have you seen what they've been doing to people? Uh, it, so, I mean, it's... It's just something that they've got to figure out. Now, Joe Burrow loves, he loves empty. He thrived in it at LSU. Sort of referred to as his superpower there when they, when, but you know, you also have to let him, you have to be willing to just say at some point, we've got to kind of, to loosen when you see how tight it is and how they're sitting on everything, which they admitted was a big reason for the interception that went Jalen Johnson had against T Higgins. You know, you, you, you just have to do. It. I mean, Jamar Chase said he's like they're sitting. I'm telling him. He's like Jamar said. I'm I'm telling him they're they're sitting on me. They're sitting on T. We got to throw over the top, and we knew it. You know that was. I mean, he and they didn't do anything about it. Is what he's saying. And and then you see what happens when you do just throw it up to him. It we wasn't did, a great throw. No, he, he he adjusts to a deep ball, sort of like you know we that famous Alabama play down the sideline that we saw him, where uh, I believe it was AJ Terrell goes falling into the end zone and Jamar stops and Cubs up and goes up. I mean, it was a similar thing where he he makes the perfect adjustment at just the right time and then catches it and two dudes are on the ground and he's walking into the end zone. You know, and, and this is a learning moment. You know, I think this is uh, to me. That's a big going to be the theme of this game is how do they learn from this? Right. In the fact of are they going to be more willing to understand what's what can, that maybe Burrow will take more hits, or they're going to take chances, or or are they going to you know continue to say no? We, we've we've got to run the ball. We, we've got it. We've got to go empty and get the onus uh, into the into the receivers and not on the line. Well, the problem, you, you get 3.5 a carry and mixing gets nothing going all day. Mm-hmm. It kills you if that's your strategy. If that's your strategy, it was dependent on Mixon being 4.4, wearing down Minnesota. Dependent totally on that. And it never happened. And because that never happened, you end up getting what you got. Yeah, what was his longest run? 10. The, yeah, and there wasn't a lot like that. No. There was a lot of twos and threes and a lot of twos and threes on second and long that 
then put them in bad spots on third down. It, I, yeah, I don't know where they go. It's it, so much of it of, of being a young coach is learning how to adjust on the fly, and, and I think that's still a work in progress for Zach. It, it, I don't know if it's stubborn or if it, it's just a. It, it's not an inability to recognize it because anybody can see what's going on, but there's some sort of challenge to flipping it on the fly that he's just not willing to do at this point. And I mean, 20 to three, 17 to three, even when it was there, it was just at some point you got to say, let's try something else. They do, they throw the deep ball and that it starts the momentum and and things get crazy. And I mean, if, if Trey Hendrickson brings down Justin Fields, there's no doubt in my mind that game's at least going to overtime. Yeah. They maybe win it. Yeah. I mean that. Yeah, I, I would agree with you. So, you know, you're one and one. I, I don't, you know, I, I, I don't think you came out one and one out of the stretch against Minnesota and Chicago, which I think is fair, a fair split. Like I think you came into the season thinking, but when you, you're right, Jay. It's like you, you really feel like you blow it when you have four straight turnovers and your defense is just playing great. When your defense gives up is one Eli Apple dumb penalty sound familiar away from essentially pitching a, a a shutout because they stopped and held the field goals when they were put into their own end i mean the bears were not really driving the ball on them after that first drive with dalton yeah. and they did a good job for the most part of containing fields and they got the pick of them at the end by logan wilson you have the, it, it's those are games your defense should have won you that game i mean <laughs> Don't don't fumble. Don't turn it over. Don't throw. You know Roquan. I mean the Roquan Smith pick, a nice play by him. A, a quality linebacker making a quality play. But Justin, I'm forcing it. He's out there forcing it in his own head. To Sean Gibson, the safety for the Bears, said we we knew we got into his head by disguising coverages and getting in and getting up in his face. And and I, I think that's true. I think they were in Burrow's head, and he basically admitted that. Well, and it. I don't know if the Roquan Smith was so much of a force as it was like that play in camp when Trey Hendrickson got him. He dropped and he just didn't see him. And Joe kind of said that he, he just didn't, he, 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 it wasn't like he was trying to throw it over the top of him and threw it too low. He just threw it right to him because he didn't expect him to be there. And that comes from being rattled a little bit, maybe. I mean, he, he said today he was surprised he had three interceptions. He was asking if the third one was ruled an interception. That was, that was nowhere close to being a fumble. He threw the ball. And it, so, I mean, that just kind of shows you the, the toll that those, that, that kind of thing can, that kind of beating can take on you mentally, where he walked into that post game and, and thought he had two picks instead of three. It's just, you, you, you can't keep playing it. I mean, it looks a lot like last year. They're better than last year, but, and he's not throwing as much as they were last year, but he's taken the beating. And you just, you, like I said earlier, you wonder about the cumulative effect, and you wonder about that one that breaks through that kind of blows up everything. Yeah, I mean, it's about pressure percentage. I mean, yeah. we'll have to take a deeper look at the, you know, how many. You know, he had a ton of throws that were under two seconds, that were 1.5, 1.6, 1.7, as I kind of went through the time to throw from the first half. And all this stuff is in the story I have I have up on the site right now. And it's just like over and over again when he actually was like, okay, going to take a real drop. What happened? Dude's in his face, getting sacked, guys flying off the edge. I mean, it was just, you know, that's that's part of something they're going to get fixed and it's not going to get any easier. Um, 
against Pittsburgh. They're, they're a flawed team. Like, they, this is who they were, though. Like, we knew coming into this season, you're hoping the line can maybe be okay. You're hoping the line can be okay. Um, and right now, they're trying to figure out what okay can even look like. And, and I think maybe it alters the type of stuff that they're willing to do going forward because whatever was going on today ain't it. And it, whatever was going on today, you can multiply that by two or three going to Pittsburgh. No doubt. All right, let's just take a quick break. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now you have a situation where you're one and one. Uh, I, I do think, you know, the encouraging defensive storyline is important to not overlook here. I mean, I, mm-hmm. you know, I think that's, that's very real. I mean, Larry Ogunjobi just continues to just be an absolute game wrecker in the middle. I mean, he just, he does it multiple times a game. Hendrickson has been a great addition. I, I mean, he has all the things that they said in the Carl Lawson, Trey Hendrickson discussion. Oh, it's a wash. They said, we really love the way he finishes. And, 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 and you saw that today. And I mean, those were huge plays and, and he really took advantage of a matchup that he, that he had. And they, and reader getting his, his first sack and he continued, you know, he would have had one last week if it weren't for the holds that he drew, Um, you know, Granted, Bears, Vikings, offensive line is not great, but neither is Pittsburgh, so we'll see next week how that looks. Um, Logan Wilson continues to play well. I mean, obviously he gets the pick, and and he's had some nice plays. That they're right there. Um, that they can, they look like a unit that will keep you in games. It really is going to come back to can Zach and can this offensive line stay explosive? They, they have too many weapons that they should have halves where they look that inept. Too many. Not against anybody. And and you you talk about the one hole on defense so far has been Eli Apple, and presumably you're getting Trey Waynes back pretty soon. Yeah. I mean, the thought would be this week. If they thought he was going to be out this week, they would have put him on IR for the three weeks. We don't know that yet. But you you bring him in and put him in for Eli Apple, and then that that defense goes to a whole nother level, which is kind of the the flip side. The the offensive line is – Putting all this pressure on Joe Burrow, the defense has helped taking it off. They, we thought they were going to have to get in the 30s to beat people this year, and that's not going to be the case. They, they could have won this game with 20, 21 today. That, that's key. I mean, it, 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 you can't overlook that storyline of of how this defense is developing and and where it can still go yet. And I know Logan Wilson's going to take a lot of flack for not diving on that ball. And trying to scoop it, but every single one out of but the, the people we talked to today are like, no, if if it's out in the middle of the field, dive on it. But if there's nothing in front of you, it, I mean, it's not like he's a big lineman who's not used to having the ball in his hands. Mm-hmm. Scoop it and try to score. That could have been a huge changing play. And it, it, yeah, in retrospect, he's like, I wish I would have just come up with the ball. However, I could have come up with it. But I think 
if if that ha- if that play happens again behind the line of scrimmage where you've only got the quarterback that's any shot, and if that's not if that's Andy Dalton that fumbled that ball, no way he's recovering in time to to prevent Logan Wilson from scooping it. It's just it was just a one of those it just one of those weird little plays in a game that just slipped through their fingers. You got to figure they're going to get more shots at those kind of things. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, and, and from Wilson's perspective, by the way, your offense stinks yeah. right now. So you better believe <laughs> that you're thinking about trying to take it all the way into the end zone, considering, uh, you know, what you what had been going on offensively at that point. So I don't have a I, I really I, I tend to not have a problem with that as, as kind of an aggressive play there. Um, so we, we, we move on. We look at Pittsburgh. You know, uh, a big win that you win at Pittsburgh and nobody cares yep. uh, about this. Now you can say that. I mean, that's easier said than done. But look, we've talked a lot about how Pittsburgh is sort of that team in the division. You feel like that maybe you can hop this year. They lose to the Raiders um, at home. So they're susceptible. I mean, they their offense has still kind of struggled. Way. Obviously, I haven't watched any of the film of what happened uh, against the Raiders exactly, but they didn't score a bunch of points, and, and they kind of got bailed out by defense and special teams in Buffalo. So where are they at? Um, but certainly the Steelers game feels much more important now because of really a missed opportunity where you just kind of killed yourself um, for a number of different reasons. But, you know, Burrow throwing all the interceptions and the fumble – that, that does that's that's it like teams don't win games when they turn the ball over four times they just don't know and it, it, it's important because yeah you if you can beat pittsburgh gets two and one and there's no gimmies in this league but you turn around and you play jacksonville in a short week at home it's a game they should win and all of a sudden you're talking about three and one if they can get that pittsburgh win and again it, this game it just kind of Goes into the ether. An unfortunate Sunday in Chicago. Pittsburgh games are always defining, and, and yeah. you know, and 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 you just you got to figure out some way to not let Cam Hayward and T.J. Watt and these guys do what the Bears did today, because it will be worse. Because those guys can absolutely ruin your day. Just ask anyone. Uh, all right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Again, our stories are up on The Athletic. If you're not a subscriber, subscribe. We have a 50% off deal that is running out like it's about to be over. So tonight is the night. Go subscribe if you want to get on this deal. It's the best deal we've done all year. Highly recommend it. The deal is about to go away. So go in now if you have not subscribed. Read my story about the play calling and Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow wondering about that. Uh, and Jay talking about the defense uh, and, and the showing that they made today that's it's very encouraging going forward we are about to head out of chicago thanks to the windy city for an absolutely perfect weekend of weather and uh enjoyment (laughs) uh it was it was a great time always love coming to chicago and uh, thanks everybody that sent in some tips on places to go and things to do and things to eat i'm gonna go eat some more stuff because maybe i'm just gonna go back to lou malnati's again no reason not to no reason not to i I mean it'll help me sleep (laughs) (laughs) not a light pizza not a light pizza but absolutely delicious so anyway thanks for listening and uh we'll talk to you next time i hear the podcast growling